Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having a terrific day today, and it's busy over here at Health Masters as usual. Usual, And if you guys need anything, be sure to check out the website at healthmasters.com. We have a lot of different products on sale right now and different specials that are running. And be sure to check out the product of the week. You guys voted, and it won. I always tell you guys, vote whichever one you want, and it'll win. And sure enough, unanimously, the eyesight. One by a landslide, so that'll be going on sale today at healthmasters.com, our ocular formula that is unbelievably good for healthy eyesight. Be sure to check it out at healthmasters.com. And first article that I saw today that I found very interesting because we've talked about this in depth in the past, but we're actually seeing it happen now. This is no more speculation, and that San Francisco has now put 180 San Francisco officials, primarily police and sheriff employees, on leave for not being injected. Now, what's interesting about this now is they're already saying before this has happened this week, Breitbart reported on it, that crimes in San Francisco are now at an almost all-time high. They said homicides have gone up 12.8%. Human trafficking is up over 20%. Assault and battery claims are up almost 10%. And it's not slowing down. It's about to get much, much worse. And what's interesting about it as well is that Walgreens now has stated that they will be closing 17 San Francisco stores due to out-of-control shoplifting. You've heard us talk about it. Pretty much everybody's seen the videos now. You guys know in Southern California, they pretty much made it a decree that if you go into a store and you steal less than $1,000 worth of merchandise, they're not even going to dispatch law enforcement. They just go, well, well, guess what? Uh, Sorry about that. And Walgreens is now saying that it's gotten out of control so bad that people are walking in the store all day long and just grabbing stuff. Just just, just grab a handful of stuff, armful of stuff, walking into the store, walking back out. Some of them not even wearing masks anymore to even cover up their identity. They've gotten that brazen. This is being done intentionally to completely and totally collapse the society. Being honest with you, this is why they're doing it. This is why they made these laws. This is why they're putting law enforcement on paid leave, excuse me, unpaid leave if they don't want to get this injection. Isn't it funny how last year the first responders, EMT, firefighters, nurses, doctors, everybody called them frontline workers. They were right in the middle of what was going on in 2020. I mean, right up front. They're constantly dealing with stuff all the time. All the negative problems that were going on, they dealt with them head on. And they were basically the heroes of the day. That's what everybody coined them. And a lot of them were. It was a lot of work, a lot of stuff they were doing. Now those very same people have been told, you no longer have a job because you don't want to get injected with RNA gene therapy. And we're seeing this happen all across the country. Chicago, which Chicago's already almost classified as a full-blown war zone with most of the shootings and homicides they have every weekend. And yet they're doing the same thing. They're saying that if the law enforcement doesn't get injected with gene therapy, they're going to terminate them. And hundreds, hundreds of law enforcement officers in Chicago have said, we're not getting this, period. If you're going to fire us, fire us. 
And so what it appears to me, just my opinion, that we're watching the intentional societal demise of our country in these main cities right now in order to kind of start and foment this civil war and civil conflict all across the country. Because you got to remember, these major cities, if they start going down, they're going to start dragging other cities around them down because the 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 cancer of crime is going to start spreading. You're going to have people start going out of the city because it's getting so bad. Well, then you're going to have criminals start going out of the city in order to get more stuff as they continue to rob and steal. So this is what's going on. This is why it's very, very important to make sure – you know your local sheriff. If you don't, you may want to go to a county that you do know because the videos that I've seen and some of the stuff that I've watched now with people just blatantly walking into Walgreens and all kinds of other stores, straight jumping over the counter and just stealing stuff, stealing money out of their cash register. Hey, $900 all they stole out of the register. Well, well, can't call the cops. Cops aren't going to show up for that. That's how bizarre it's gotten. The sheriff is the main line of defense because if you have a good sheriff in your county who's A, is not going to try to get his department and is not going to comply with his department getting injected as far as a mandate, and he's not going to comply with complete and total lawlessness, you're probably going to have a pretty decent place as it continues to escalate. So that's why it's so important to know your local sheriff as we see these things start to unfold. Interestingly enough, you guys know yesterday I talked about the absolute lunacy with the children that were in the middle school over in Chinook Trail Middle School in Colorado as they were being having their mask taped on their face. Well, it's gone pretty much viral now all across the country, and parents now are absolutely having a conniption fit for good reason. And now there's basically dozens and dozens of parents that are going to the school every single day now in Colorado Springs and absolutely raising Cain about this and saying, dude, what, what is this? What, what level of child abuse do you think is okay? Because obviously there's a level of child abuse that's apparently, I guess, tolerated now in the public school system. We're walking around with painter's tape on our wrist. If the children don't comply and their mask falls below their nose, they just tape it on their face. I mean, is that, is that what we're saying is okay now and normalized in society? No, it's not at all. But the school systems think it is apparently in some of these cities. So very important you know what's happening in your school system with your children. And on top of that, the situation that happened, like I just said, in Colorado, now the Colorado governor has come out and basically said that the children should lie to their parents if they want to get the COVID injection. And basically don't tell them that they got it. He goes into detail even further and urges individuals to lie to their family members and privately get the RNA gene therapy shot and says basically a spouse or parent who doesn't want you to get it, you can still privately get that injection without your partner knowing if that keeps harmony in the family and you're protecting yourself. What? Are we really encouraging this now? We're encouraging children that are minors? to get an injection and don't tell your parents about it? Is that where we're starting to go? Well, yeah, it pretty much is exactly where it's starting to go. And as you see more and more and more of this go down the line, you're watching the total demise of the younger generation, all the way from everything I've talked about from the CRT to basically 
the insane level of communism indoctrination to this mask forcing in so many cities and states across the country, and it's out of control. And at the very same time, you know, Florida has now been listed as one of the lowest COVID case states in the entire country now. Florida has. Now, isn't it funny? I said this yesterday, and I'm, I'm going to reiterate this. Isn't it funny that bobblehead Fauci and all the talking morons on the mainstream media went on and on and on and on and on for months, months, about how Florida is a super spreader state, and we're having the Super Bowl down here, and the college football teams are down here, and there's concerts down here, and Florida is going to infect the entire country now because they won't listen. Isn't it funny now how Florida's pretty much starting to bounce back? And even in the article it says here a lot of it has to do with natural immunity because so many people have basically caught it and they've got out the sun and they're getting fresh air and they're taking vitamin C and D3 and zinc and pretty much Florida's getting to a point now where they're bouncing back pretty fast. And as long as you keep people out of the hospital industrial complex, as sad as that is to say, and they're not getting on remdesivir and then going to a ventilator and then ultimately dying almost immediately after that. Everybody's pretty much recovering that I know. Now, when they go in the hospital, they put them on remdesivir, you're pretty much getting your time card punched. As sad as that is to say, I've watched it happen now pretty much about a half dozen times The people I personally know. Almost every single time somebody goes in the hospital that I know, if they put them on remdesivir, within a few days, they're going on a ventilator, and they'll be dead shortly thereafter. The remdesivir literally liquefies your organs. You can look it up online that the number one side effect of remdesivir is respiratory failure. The second side effect is other organ failure, including the kidneys and the liver. My friends, continue to do the research. Get the truth out there. And by all means, if you have family or friends that go in the hospital, please make sure you inform them about what is happening to our friends and family and patriots all across the country right now in the hospitals. What do you think, Deb? You know, Austin, you're 100% right. Uh, Remdesivir is a bioweapon developed for Dietrich, according to Dr. You know, to Lee Merritt, which was on our show just a few months ago. And, you know, I, I, yeah, the other night I was speaking to Natalie, and she's an ICU nurse. I'm not going to give the location or the city or the state or anything about where she is. And she told me that she said these people are coming into the ICUs, and their lungs, their lungs are so fibretic from all of the drugs they've already been given, primarily the remdesivir, which is destroying lung tissue. They have to put them on a ventilator. And she says basically what they're doing is they're ventilating corpses. These people have pretty much already died. And she said it's horrible. She said the vast majority of the people on the ventilator are extremely obese, you know, 50, 100, 200 pounds overweight, and that they're coming in there with all these comorbidities. And she said that what ends up happening is that they're on this ventilator, and when they pull the ventilator out of their mouth when they let them die, all this liquid starts coming out of them that they've never seen before, and that she felt as though it was actually their lungs being basically, you know, liquefied. She said this thing just basically liquefies organs. It's this remdesivir, and it's a treatment protocol of choice. I mean, think about that for a second. She said they're basically ventilating corpses. She said that she loved her for many, many years being an ICU nurse and that she just absolutely hates her job now. She said that she refuses to administer remdesivir, refuses. And she had prayed months ago that she would no longer have to do it. And when she questioned the doctors about it, they said, well, if we don't do it, the next round of doctors, the next eight hours are going to put them on it anyhow. So we just go ahead and follow the protocol. So 
This is how they got the death rate up so high. They're basically killing people with comorbidities who come down with COVID, who get unbelievably sick, and they put them on the remdesivir as a, quote, antiviral, which immediately causes them to have all kinds of organ and kidney failure. And they've got to put them on a ventilator because their lungs start filling with fluid and their lungs become fibrotic. So this is the problem that we have right now, isn't it? Is that we are killing our own population. Now, I'm going to say something here, and don't get mad at me. This is really important. Austin and I have preached fitness and staying in good health all of the years that we've done this talk show. I told you, Austin and I both work out. I work out. I try to work out six days a week. I try to work out every day but one. I monitor my weight. I literally get on the scales every single morning, and I record my weight. You think I'm joking? I'm not. If you ever came by the house and you saw where I weigh in in the morning, you'll see a chart. I show exactly what I weighed the day before, exactly what I weighed the next day, and this goes on for years and years and years. You say, are you really that organized? Organized. Yeah, I really am that organized. I'm really that careful about my weight. Why? Because I understand how important it is to maintain proper body weight. I, I, I don't know what to say to folks that are, that have allowed themselves to be a hundred, two, three hundred pounds overweight. I, I, I can't comprehend that because I know how unhealthy it is. And so many of these folks that are dying of remdesivir have comorbidities because remember, when you become obese, you met massively increase your risks of heart disease. You massively increase your risks of COPD. You massively increase your risks of kidney disease. You massively increase your risks of diabetes. So when you go into the hospital and you're way overweight and you basically start having issues with breathing, you got to think through, why is that? Why are you having a hard time breathing? Well, because you've got to feed all of those fat cells oxygen. Think about this for a second. If you're 200 pounds away, overweight, you got 200 pounds of body fat. It's like having another person living in you that's all fat and you got to feed that person o2 or oxygen every single second of the cell's lives and so these cells are always basically screaming for glucose screaming for oxygen and so you're having to breathe literally twice as much air and oxygen in order to facilitate enough oxygen to be set throughout your tissue think through this with me friends i'm not picking on you because you're overweight and gosh i have a tendency to gain weight that's why i stay on grilled chicken rotisserie chicken with no skin basically and vegetables are my primary food sources and i rotate my vegetables make sure i get different minerals the reason that different colors of vegetables have they call the vegetables have different colors because they have different minerals in those vegetables so you get a broad variety of different vegetables you get yourself a lot of mineral and in addition to that you can also have grilled fish grilled fish grilled chicken you know orange roughy grouper red snapper all these different types of fish are really, really good for you. So you have the fish, you can have the chicken, occasionally you can have a piece of beef. But guys, stay off the ice cream. I don't know what to say about that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love ice cream, and occasionally I'll eat a little bit of ice cream, but don't bring it in the house. All it's going to do is make you nasal. It's going to get you sick. It's going to lower your resistance. It's full of sugar. And try not to let your kids eat it. Remember, the Bible says train up your children in the way they should eat. When they are old, they'll not depart from it. Now, it doesn't really say that. It says train up your children the way they should go. Now, that's that's the but the point is, if you take them to church, they're going to continue to go to church. If you take them to Sunday school, they're going to continue to go to Sunday school. If you take them, make sure they eat right, they're going to continue to eat right. Now, they may go through that phase as teenagers where they're going out with their friends and they're like, well, I'm going to eat whatever I want to eat because my friends are eating this. All right, I, I got that, all right? But when they're older... They'll come back to that. Now, again, I'm not saying that occasional bowl of ice cream is any big deal, but if you're going to do it, get the organic ice cream because at least it doesn't have the doggone hormones in it that have all the estrogens in them. It's, that's really important too. But, guys, think about it for a second. How big do you want to get? How much weight do you want to gain before you start making healthier choices? 
If you're 40 pounds overweight, you want to start dropping a few pounds. If you're 50 pounds, how about 100 pounds? How about if you're 200 pounds? How about if you're 300 pounds? Where do you say, okay, I'm big enough now. I'm not going to get any bigger. Have you got, have you set a goal for yourself to be 500 pounds? Is that what you're aiming for? And I know I'm being a little facetious here. I'm kind of being a smart aleck and please forgive me. I'm not trying to be that way, but I'm serious right now. When Natalie tells me that almost every single person who comes into the hospital has a comorbidity like obesity that has been basically they're having problems with remdesivir, there's a reason because you can't breathe because you can't get enough oxygen to these cells. So it's so very, very important. And she also said something else. I told her, what is it about 10% of the people who go onto a ventilator, they get to come off the ventilator? Oh, she goes, oh, it's not even that high. She said, oh, we've only had three or four people out of like 500 people that have gone on ventilators that have come off and recovered. And many of them don't even recover out of those three. They just left, they're just left to breathe on their own, but they're still unbelievably sick. Now, remember, she says they're ventilating corpses. These people have already died pretty much from organ failure and they're keeping them on the ventilator to keep them alive. I mean, think about that. She says their skin actually starts to like secrete a waxy substance. Like, you know, like they're dead and they're basically starting to decompose. I mean, this is unbelievable. And I mean, that, that's why I told you guys a few weeks ago, I'm not dying on a ventilator. That ain't going to happen with me. I'm going out with my boots. So I'm preferably supporting and basically defending my family. I mean, that's the thing we need to understand. But remember, this group of people that run this planet, these Kabbalists, these Luciferians, these high-level Masonic leaders, I mean, they think that's some really sick ideas of what life's supposed to be and who they really are. If you always remember that this, 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 this Jewish, how should I say, person who fought in 72 AD after the Romans burned Jerusalem, this Simon Bar Yoshi, you know, he hated Christianity because Christianity was the religion of choice and was coming into Israel at that time. Remember that. In the Talmud, he is quoted as saying that the best of the Christians, you gotta kill them. This guy also advocated sex with children. His word in the Talmud permitting pedophile sex with three-year-olds is Jewish law. Three-year-old girls, that's law. He claimed that the serpent is God. This is the snake in a tree, this Einsof, and that the Kabbalah and the Zohar, which you know he authored the Zohar, were given to him by fallen angels. That's why he sat in that cave for 12 years. The Kabbalah, or the Zohar, said Rabbi Yochi is superior to the Holy Bible, but it's full of sorcery, black magic, and witchcraft. In the 30th degree ritual, Rabbi Yochi wakens from the coffin in the Masonic lodges. I've told you guys this multiple times and speaks to the participants, says, who wakens me? And then you've got to basically renounce all Christianity. You know, he leads the Masonic candidate in renouncing Christianity. He causes him to take a satanic oath to henceforth worship, henceforth worship only the Masonic deity and embrace only Masonic religions, which Masons say are identical to the ancient mystery religions of Babylon and of Isis and you know of Egypt, which predates Christianity. This is the religion of Satan and the serpent. Albert Pike, 33 degree former sovereign grand commander of Freemasonry, says that Rabbi Yoshi reveals the mystery of Kabbalah, and that he alone, says Pike, provides pure truth, and he alone holds the key to a man's future. I wanted to make you guys understand that again, that this Kabbalah stuff that they do is all based on sexuality, with their phallic symbols, and sex with children, and all the sick stuff that they do. This is the ancient Canaanite religions. These are the guys that are running the planet. That's, that's who they are. Now, you, you can believe me or not believe me on that, but every single time you dig into this mess, you find these guys at the head of everything, on the Committee of 300, on the Builder Group. I mean, think about it for a second. You look, look at go, go out there to Bohemian Grove. Every single year, 
They say that they actually sacrifice a human. They say it's an effigy like with a dummy. But people that have been out there say that there's no way to tell if there's a real person being sacrificed because this person's wrapped up and they're burning somebody. Don't you remember when Hillary Clinton said that, you know, we need to go grab a chicken and go sacrifice it to Moloch? Do you remember that before the election of 2016? These kind of comments are what kept her from being elected because the Patriot community said, ABC, anybody but Clinton. And we need to understand that this world is continually being run by these high-level Masons. These high-level Kabbalists, these high-level Luciferians who worship a god who they claim basically is an hermaphrodite. And so when you see people like Kenneth Copeland saying that God is an hermaphrodite, both male and female, and that Adam was an hermaphrodite, and but therefore implying that Jesus was an hermaphrodite, you got to ask yourself a question. How much money are you going to give these guys? Well, how how long are you going to support people who say stuff like that? And if they don't get that part of what they're doing right, how much of other things that they're saying they say is right? You know, for long, long, many, many years, it was it was said that Oral Roberts was a was a thirty three degree Mason, and that he's the one who brought Kenneth Copeland into the Masonic lodges because remember Kenneth Copeland was a pilot for Oral Roberts. All of these things are basically, you know, they're in front of us that we can look up. Many people have said that Billy Graham is a high-level Mason. And all of these people are put there in prominence in front of us. And so you ask yourself the question, who's running the planet? And you realize that the majority of the stuff on the planet is owned by BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard. And you start realizing that these bloodline families, the Rothschilds, the Sassoons, they control pretty much these major corporations, and they control everything that we see and everything that happens around us. I mean, Lou Rockwell came out with a really good article, and I posted it on the website yesterday, and it's called COVID-19, A Psychological Military Operation. It's an article by Dr. Igor Shepard, and it says, We are at war, a one-sided war. The freedom fighters of America have lost their way and cannot discern that enemies are deep within their midst. These are the Kabbalists, the Luciferians, these high-level masons. I'm adding that. This is that. This is because today's war is psychologically psychological no adversary of freedom has ever been able to conquer the entire world through military combat and humanity always saw what was coming and fought back but this time around is different americas and people in other freak nations are clueless that they have been under an attack by an enemy since the inception of covid19 and that is a diabolical military psyop that has been underway America's infiltrated government and military are at the forefront of the psychological operation along with the Rothschild-controlled China. The mission of psychological operations is to influence the behavior of foreign target audiences to support U.S. national objectives. That's the primary mission that was originally given, that was issued by the DOD in 2004-2010. However, now it is being used upon the American population. And we think that all of this stuff is supposed to be okay, that we have to be forced to wear masks, forced to stand six foot apart. But it's all part of the brainwashing strategy to implement the us versus them. You're not standing six feet apart. You're not wearing a mask. You haven't been injected. You know, again, this causes division and pits one group against another in order to achieve an outcome of loyalty to either group. Both groups are told to pick a side, and if they do not pick the correct side, they are labeled as spreaders of disease or outcasts. And of course, this is a psychological bulldozing that steers the majority toward choosing the popular team. When the obedient populace close their businesses and cage themselves inside their homes, blindly accepting abnormal medical policies that deprave you know, life 
routines as the new normal, their emotions, objective reasoning, and their behaviors quickly metamorphosize into a place of surrender and a denial. These are unpredictable and abusive psychological attacks which have been implemented in our government, made possible by Donald Trump. Remember that. Trump's presidency, presidency was a pre-psyop to kick off the planned pandemic and basically get these conservative followers, the Trumpies, to accept an mRNA vaccine. Donald Trump has come out and said now there's no reason to have a Trump vaccine mandate, that if he becomes president again, he'll talk everybody into the, in the United States into going in and taking the shot. He's still pushing the shot. And when he was president, his acting paid off. Despite proof that Trump's past political views were liberal and he's pro-abortion, pro-gay, pro-homosexual, pro-everything, and his tight friendships with collectivists like the Clintons were many, including Jeffrey Epstein, Trump seduced half of America to believe that he'd had a change Hard, and his actions contradicted numerous repetitive speeches that promised he would make America great again. But yet he refused to talk to his daughter, who basically was a hardcore Kabbalist Shabbatist, along with his son-in-law, who worship a snake in a tree. But he wanted to woo the conservative Christian vote. But he wouldn't even talk to his own daughter about becoming a Christian. Wow, the conservative camp, the Christian churches, fell under his spell and refused to make him accountable. The pandemic was birthed under Trump's presidency only because he was powerful enough with his constituency to make people believe that he was telling them the truth and he could force everybody to get a kill shot and produce a kill shot under Operation Warp Speed. He permitted constant violations of civil rights. He ignored federal law. He closed his eyes to medical know-how by allowing inhumane lockdowns, forced business closures, and unhealthy mask wearing. He closed the entire country down for Easter and for Christmas. He quickly introduced Operation Warp Speed to facilitate and accelerate development, manufacturing, and distribution of the COVID vaccines because he was doing this bad bidding from his Rothschild handlers. He wrongly activated the military to participate in administering the vaccines on America's soil. He did this because the military is running the PSYOP and funding the vaccine companies through the Rothschild banking cartels. Trump did not make America great again. Under his administration, the United States lost its freedoms and has sunk into a battlefield of division of Oppression and lawlessness. He also sanctioned China so heavily now that we're having a hard time getting Chinese goods and services into the United States because of what Trump did. His only success as president was his cunning knack at seducing the minds of the audience because he continued to apply. I guess I guess his daughter was doing witchcraft and Kabbalah in the White House and probably sacrificing the Moloch with a chicken back in the kitchen, in my opinion, and doing all kinds of crazy crap while he was in the White House with her in the White House with him. According to federal law and military military psychological operations report it is illegal for the u.s military to practice psychological operations on american citizens to do suppose a violation of the smith munt act of 1948 which was passed by congress to prevent the state department from using soviet style propaganda techniques on u.s citizens but remember the communists have come into the united states in 1933 via the Frankfurt school and cultural marxism and have basically forced this communism doctrine into the school systems and into our legislatures and now they have been diligently working to infiltrate their way into the government since 1933, and now they're controlling it. This is the reason the DOD reports only refer to foreign target audiences when dealing with PSYOPs. But guys, think about all of the stuff that's happening all over the United States. You know, we've had the CIA experiments. I've told you guys for years that Jonestown down in Guyana was basically a CIA psychop. And you got to read some books on this. I've warned you about this. Remember, Guyana had all the signs of a U.S. government-ordered PSYOP led, led by the Reverend Jim Jones? He was a CIA asset who had a lot of connections to the upper echelon in government. 
the public had been spoon-fed a tale that over 800 or 900 people basically obeyed the orders committed suicide. But when you look at what happened, about 200 might have committed suicide. The rest of them were, or, were murdered. The entire cult was swaddled in the fingerprints of an orchestrated CIA operation for mind control, MK Ultra extensions, and to learn what drugs could force people to do anything you told them to do. These are medical experiments on American citizens, but in another country. You know, a lot was revealed about the Jim Jones compound in Michael Myers' book was Jonestown a CIA medical experiment, which I recommend that you all read. The complex had its own state-of-the-art medical facilities, and sect members sported hospital-style wristbands because they were giving drugs. The members looked more like prisoners under medical care, not religious zealots. Jones' subjects were mostly black and included a high percentage of poor women and former prisoners. Obviously, the members did not have the funds to help pay for high-end medical provisions, but somebody did. When Representative Leo Ryan flew to Jonestown with a group of his political affiliates to investigate the speculation of abuse by Jones' leadership, he and his group were ambushed and murdered by members of the Jones cult. Ryan and the CIA had been at odds with each other because Ryan, this congressman, wanted to keep the CIA transparent. And so suspicion grew after it was discovered that Lawrence Layen, the sect member who had shot and killed the congressman Ryan, had family ties with the U.S. government and the CIA. It never ends. Lawrence's father not only had involvement in the development of biological warfare genetic experimentation programs for the U.S. government, but Layton Sr. had invested large amounts of money into Jonestown. Lawrence's brother-in-law, George Blakely, was also known as a CIA contract agent. All of this stuff. And the Congressman Ryan, i got to give hats off to him. His death unmasked the fact that the American government is knee-deep in dirty secrets and little dirty patented secrets that are even more brutal today than they were 40 years ago because of genetic experimentation is now being done with people with mRNA vaccines. And this is being forced on unsuspecting populations through these vaccinations. To the implementation of a global military psyop, the enemies of the West have successfully sneaked in through the back door and not through the act of military invasion, but through an underhanded douse of brainwash. And this is what's happened. We've been made to believe that Donald Trump is the Donald that he's the savior, and people still believe, and I said this the other day, and it's just so hard for me to even get this and grasp it, that he is running the White House from Mar-a-Lago, that he is still in charge. Well, guys, if he's in charge, why didn't he contest his own election fraud that happened with Joe Biden? Why didn't he pardon everybody from January the 6th that did what he asked them to do and to come to Washington? Why did he push push you know red flag gun laws in all 50 states through his cabalist witch daughter why has he why did he do all of this stuff and why doesn't he talk about jesus christ being the lord of his life why doesn't he talk about jesus on an ongoing basis and why does he bring all these cabalist witches into the white house i'm not going to mention any more names who claim to be pastors they're cabalist witches as far as i'm concerned and all of these other people he associates with that were members of mossad and who involved and basically went out and trafficked young girls. Remember, Ghislaine Maxwell, one of her friends, was Trump's first wife who helped her to get young girls to send down to Jeffrey Epstein's island. That was Trump's first wife. I mean, think through this. Why did multiple young girls file lawsuits against Donald Trump when he was running for office that they had had sex with him, that he had basically raped them, statutorily raped them? And these, these, these accounts of these lawsuits were either dismissed or settled out of court quietly. Why did all that stuff happen? And why in the world do Christians believe that Donald Trump is their savior? We've got one savior. His name is Jesus. And we 
shall call his name Jesus, for he is the Lamb of God, he is the Prince of Peace, he is the Counselor, he is the Good Shepherd, the Savior, the Redeemer, the Deliverer, the Messiah, the Way. He is Lord God Almighty, Lord of all, he is resurrection and life, he is the King of Kings, and he is the Son of God. And if we remember these things and remember who Christ is, we will learn very, very quickly that we need to obey his commandments and walk circumspectly with him. Guys, it's so very important that we understand all of this stuff, guys, because if we don't realize what God has done for us and who Jesus Christ is, then we get wrapped up in this military psychop, which is this COVID experiment they're doing to the entire planet now to reduce the population of the planet because these weirdo parasites who live on the rest of us don't want to get real jobs, who are career politicians, decided that I guess that they're going to obey their snake god master handler because they're high-level mason leaders and they're not going to obey the lord god almighty remember what micah 6 8 says he has shown you O mortal what is good we're talking about god and what does the lord require of you to act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your god we have a relationship with the most high god through jesus christ we are to walk circumspectly with him respect him i prayed this morning for you guys and i told god i thank you so much for everything you've done for me and the listeners i want you to know that i need you in my life and i love you and i appreciate everything you do that's how the relationship is supposed to go with god he's not a vending machine you don't pop in a quarter and ask for a candy bar this is ridiculous this name it claim it blab it grab it group that are kabbalist trained masonic lodge infiltrators that have come in with the name it, claim it, blab it, grab it weirdos that have basically come in and destroyed Christianity as they destroyed any remnant of Catholicism that still believed in Jesus back in the 40s and the 50s when they infiltrated the Catholic Church with the Masonic leaders, and then they got a doggone Masonic, probably Masonic, Pope who's a New Ager who wants a one-world order, I guess, under Lucifer, and he's just pushing the ecumenical movement as a one-world religion. All of this stuff has happened to us because this group that I talked about today has done this. This is the ancient Canaanite religious cult that has worshipped Baal and Asherah and Moloch. Hillary Clinton says we're going to go sacrifice a chicken to Moloch. Who talks like that? I mean, who does that? Who speaks like that? What a bunch of sick weirdos serve. The Most High God, the Lord your God, serve Jesus Christ all of the days of your life, and things go well with you. And stand, like it says in Ephesians, stand your ground. I thank the Lord this morning for showing me that verse in Ephesians, and then it said, stand your ground, that we need to stand. Guys, don't capitulate. Don't capitulate to this new world order. They, they can't kill all of us. They can't. There's only, there's only 200,000 of these weirdos that run the planet. And that includes all of their interlocking corporate directorships and all these people they're involved with. They're pretty much all Kabbalists or Masons. They can't run us into the ground. There's not enough of them. That's why they want to decrease the population for other various reasons. Guys, listen to me. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God Almighty is omnipresent. None of this is taking him out by surprise. Stand with him. Stand with the word. And always bring honor and glory to God and to Jesus Christ, to the great I am. Also, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? This is exactly why they've tried to come in now and completely and totally ruin the concept of reality and truth. That's right. And righteousness, especially in the school system. I just saw an article earlier on Breitbart, and, you know, Richard Levine, the, the, the grown man, 
that basically thinks he's a female that's ironically running the health administration, the health and human services in the United States. You can't even make up the level of lunacy that we're watching right now in this clown world. He now has been named as the first openly transgender four-star officer as he has now been given the USPH Commission Corp as a four-star admiral. His ceremony was sworn in, and basically he is now the first ever female four-star admiral. It, I can't even go any further on this. It, the, the reason why you guys have to understand this concept and please understand me on this. I don't want any more emails on this topic as far as people wanting to argue about it. You have to look at it from facts. I'm not here trying to pick on people that have a mental disorder. I'm not. I'm not. That's not what I'm doing on this show. I've never done that. If somebody's got a true mental disorder, I, I feel bad for them. They need help. But they don't need to be running the country in sections of it that basically are handling the health and human services or handling children and their education. If somebody has a mental disorder, they need psychological support and help. They don't need to be put in a place of power and authority. This concept, for some odd reason, has eluded the American populace. Transgender ideology is gender dysphoria. It is classified in textbook as a mental disorder. This is not some new revelation that just came out last week. This has been on the books for decades upon decades. Some people have serious issues that they're fighting. Some people are really, really having a hard time in their life, and they are trying to figure out how they fit into this big place. And a lot of them, most of them need Jesus. Just a fact. They need support from a mental standpoint in getting their head right. They don't need to be encouraged and given this level of authority that you have a grown man that wants to be a cross-dresser put in a position of power now. This is absolutely absurd. And anybody that goes along with this and actually plays the theater, this is theater. This is theatrical satire supposed to be taken as a serious nature. This is a joke. It's not funny. And they want everybody to take it as gospel. The only reason they're doing this is because they want to confuse and degrade the entire mindset of the younger generation. That's what all this is coming down to. They already know the grown adults, like our listeners, like me, like Ted, our concept, our ideas on this are not going to change. We believe in actual science. Every single person on this planet right now came into this world by being birthed from a female. Unless they were built in a Petri dish. They may be doing that now too, cloning people. But that's the whole other topic. <laughs> Every single person. So when you go out of your way to start saying that a grown man is a female and he can do this and he can do that, you completely discount women in general and you completely discount the entire concept of giving birth. Men can't make babies by themselves. It doesn't happen. This is a scientific fact. 
this concept now of trying to completely and totally elude science and come out now and say, well, uh, men can have babies. No, they can't. It's a female that has a mental disorder that thinks she's a man and is having a child. It is not a man. It is not a biological male with an XY chromosome that is birthing a child. Let's get clear on that. If people want to enjoy their own little weird fantasy, that's on them. I'm not going to tell people what they can and can't do with their own lives. Never have, never will. Very libertarian on that. But also, I don't have to go along with it and accept it as well and call it truth and call it science. I have a right to make my own decisions and call out the truth. They have a right to basically act like weirdos and do their own thing. They have that right as well. This concept that nobody can say anything about it, and if you say anything about it, you're basically this neo-Nazi racist bigot that hates trans people, is a concept that they're using to try to make any person that doesn't agree with them completely and totally discounted. That's why they do this. You're not allowed to say anything about it. I mean, look, look what happened to that comedian, David Chappelle, which I'm not, I am not advocating a lot of his stuff since a lot of it's really, really filthy. But I mean, they have gone in and completely and totally eviscerated him now. I mean, she's constantly, I mean, every time I turn around, there's another article about it. I mean, just hammered him. He's, he's, he's a comedian. I mean, so you can't tell jokes now? You can't call stuff out for what it is? Well, yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. Then this is why they're locking down on the media. This is why they're locking down on the social media and the YouTube platforms and all the stuff. Remember, you can't even talk about why vitamin C is incredibly beneficial for the body on YouTube. You can't even talk about why D3 is so important for the body on YouTube. You can't, talk, can't, can't even bring up. If you talk about it and it has any context with helping the immune system or fighting COVID or fighting off any virus, they immediately ban it. I told you guys a couple weeks ago, Lana was on Pinterest, and she typed in basically essential oils that help out with the flu. Banned. Goes against community guidelines. All they did was put up big slides about how you need to get your vaccine immediately, and it definitely protects you. The only thing you can use to protect yourself is an injection inside of you. Guys, you have to embrace reality at some point. You have to stand back and say, are we going to continue to believe this far-fetched fantasy that they're trying to force us to? Because remember, I've repeatedly said this, quote from Goebel, if you make the lie big enough and you tell the lie long enough, eventually almost everybody will believe it. doesn't matter what it is. It can be the most far-fetched, weirdest, strangest, most bizarre lie. If you say it long enough and you make it big enough, eventually the mass majority of the people will believe you. Look at what's happening in Australia. Look at what's happening in the United States. Look at what's happening in Europe with these insanely asinine restrictions. I saw an article earlier, and Ireland now has now instituted more lockdowns and COVID passports. They're now saying that if you want to go to a nightclub, you have to present your proof of vaccination in Ireland. You can't even just have a negative COVID test anymore. That's done. Full-blown vaccine passports rolling out in Ireland. And here's the irony. Here's the moronic stand that they have on this. If you go to a nightclub in Ireland, you have to share your vaccine passport. And you have to wear a mask. But face masks are not required while you're eating, drinking, and dancing in the nightclub. <laughs> so you 
have to show your vaccine in order to get in, and you have to wear a mask to walk in. But basically, once you're in there, if you get a drink or you get food or you start dancing, you're not required to wear a mask anymore. Because apparently, when you're dancing, COVID can't catch you. You know, I mean, if you're dancing hard, COVID can't get on you. If you're eating or drinking, this is why I repeatedly walked out of restaurants last year. Repeatedly walked out of restaurants and vocally expressed that I would never support them ever again. Multiple times last year, when I would be standing at the entrance of a restaurant trying to be seated. And the manager would come and say, sir, you have to put a mask on. So I'm not putting a mask on. I'm trying to eat. There's not a single person sitting down that has a mask on. Well, no, you have to put it on to get to your table. I have to wear a mask to sit at my table. I said, there's a table 10 feet away from me. I can touch the table right here if I take one step. Well, no, you got. we can seat you there, but you have to put a mask on in order to sit there. But you can take it off when you sit down. And I, I remember looking at him. They told him, I said, do you understand how stupid you sound right now? Well, sir, it's the mandate. It's the CDC guidelines. I said, I don't care if the CDC says shove your face on the floor and eat dirt. It prevents COVID. I'm not wearing a mask, and I'm not doing anything they say. Well, we're not going to be able to serve you. You're not going to be able to allow it in here. Great. You will never see me in this restaurant ever again. I remember one of the nice restaurants in Lakeland that I know of. I went in there, and they started to do the same thing to me. And I told them, I said, you know who I am, don't you? I said, I've been here a lot. They said, yeah. I said, I'm letting you know right now, if you refuse me service because I'm not going to wear a mask to go walk 15 feet to a table, I am going to make sure that not only do I never come to this restaurant ever again, I'm going to make sure that every single person I know is going to hear about why I'm never coming to this restaurant again. So do you want me to be seated and have service here and buy food from you, or are you telling me you're denying me service? And they go, uh, sir, come with us. You can have a seat. I said, this is ludicrous. This is absolutely insane. But again, remember, if you tell enough people to keep doing something and enough people keep following it, people start doing it. I talked about it on the show the other day with the Free Thinkers podcast. We brought the video up on there. It was a social experiment, like a candid camera. This girl was the only one in the room that didn't know it was basically a social experiment. The other individuals were the control group. So there's like 10 people in the waiting room, and the one girl is sitting there. She's the only one that doesn't know this is an experiment. And every time there was a buzzer that would ring in the lobby like every four or five minutes, every time the buzzer would ring, everybody in the waiting room would stand up. And she's sitting there. She's like, this is bizarre. And you can tell she keeps looking at everybody, keeps looking at everybody. Buzzer goes off again. Everybody stands back up. Then sits back down. Just, I mean, just a simple thing. Stands up every time a buzzer goes off and sits back down. Well, multiple people get called, you know, after a couple of minutes, get a couple of minutes, and the buzzer rings, and she's the only one in there. Only person in the waiting room. The buzzer rings, and she stands up. That is what they're doing. If they can get enough people to comply, blindly accept what they're telling them as a complete and total useless lie, enough people will go along with it and simply go, well, everybody else is doing it. That is what they've attempted to do, and they've done an incredibly good job at it. Look at Australia now. The Australian prime minister is now saying in um, I think it's with Victoria is saying that restrictions for unvaccinated is going to continue long into 2022 and don't try to outweigh us. You're going to get your injection. That's what he says. Don't try to outweigh us. Then he goes on even further. 
He says, if you make the judgment not to get vaccinated and you reckon you can wait us out or whoever you want to think you're waiting out, you won't wait out the virus because the virus will be there. The only thing you can do to protect yourself is to get vaccinated. This is this is literally the level of rhetoric they're talking about in Australia now. And then he goes on to talk about anybody that refuses the booster dosage. I, I couldn't believe this when I was watching it. He said, then we're going to get into booster issues. So if you won't be your first or second dose, so it won't be your first or second dose, have you had your third? And then the issue will be who knows what variant's coming. So you're going to have to get your booster shot when we tell you to get it. This is what this guy's saying. He goes, this can this will continue to go on even if we reach 90% vaccination status. It will not be anytime soon. This is going to function for a period of time well into 2022. Now, Victoria has been under lockdown for over 70 days now, full lockdown. Pretty much every business is closed except for minor, minor things you can go do. There are officers and law enforcement walking around, literally patrolling like full-blown Gestapo. People walking in the park by themselves. Dad talked about it the other day on the video. Walking in the park by themselves. They have a body camera on. Law enforcement walks up to them and says, sir, I need to check your coffee. Do you have coffee in there or are you just walking around with the empty cups so you don't have to wear a mask? I need to check your coffee. Grabs coffee out of his hand, shakes it. He goes, oh, you got coffee in there. Okay, now you put your mask back on when you're done with that coffee, though. I mean, I know you're out here in a park by yourself, but it doesn't matter. You wear a mask at all times if you're not drinking or eating. That's the level of tyranny that's ensuing when you basically start complying and when you allow yourself to be disarmed. Never disarm, never comply with tyranny under any circumstances because as we have seen so clearly now, so clearly – it does not stop when you comply. It only gets worse and worse and worse, and it will never stop until everybody or at least a good portion of the awake patriot population goes no more. Look at what's happening with the pilots. Look at what's happening with law enforcement. Look at what's happening all across the country right now with people waking up and standing their ground with truth and freedom. I encourage everybody to continue to do so. What do you think, Dan? You're right, Austin. If we stand together, we're making a difference. Because like I mentioned in the first segment, there's not enough of them to enforce the entire planet on lockdown and to keep it locked down. The problem is, is that so many people are just compliant, like obedient should I say peasants to start with, and we kept telling everybody, don't wear a mask, don't wear a mask, don't wear a mask. I remember when I was up there in St. Augustine, and the guy was you know, I was at the Starwood property of Marriott Hotel, and I was getting onto the elevator beginning of last year, and I basically uh, was waiting down there in the lobby for the elevator. I wasn't wearing a mask, and some guy tells me, he's like my age, you can't get on the elevator with me. You don't have a mask on. I looked at him. I said, how about you pound salt? How about no? How about you do what you want to do? Get on the elevator. What do if you don't? I'm getting on the elevator. He goes, all mad at me. I said, no, I can do it. I can do it. Just wait. He did. He waited. He waited for the next elevator. I was getting, I got in an elevator in Tallahassee last year when I was up there for an FSU game. And I remember I got into the elevator and some young guy was in there about 30 years old, all beefed up on steroids. He was some kind of wrestling coach or whatever for some other team that was playing Florida State for that weekend. And I get in there and he said, I asked him how he was doing. He goes, I'm doing well, but you got in here without a mask on. I'm like, get off. Get off the elevator. You're going to tell me what to do. This is Florida. It's a free state. You, you want to wear a mask in your state, do it, but not here. See, this is the problem that we have. We don't stand against this. We've got to stand against tyranny. I got a text in the other day. I said that basically Sherry Tenpenny had been basically treating Russ Dizdar. That's not the truth. Sherry Tenpenny didn't even know who Russ Dizdar was. 
I'm going to, I'm going to stop that rumor right now. It's a complete and total lie. I text her when the day Russ Dizdar died and she basically told me, who is that? I don't even know who Russ Dizdar is. So I told him, told her who she was. Now remember, I like Russ Dizdar. You know, he was a nice guy. I talked to him. I interviewed him twice when I was hosting the sub hosting the power hour, but Russ was extremely overweight. He was obese. Remember what I talked about at the beginning of the show? I'm not going to repeat myself. I mean, we've got a problem here with people who aren't taking care of themselves. And a lot of, remember, obese people, and I'm not speaking about Russ now, but I'm talking about obese people in general, don't really care about their health or they wouldn't be obese. The vast majority of them refuse to take supplements, refuse to eat clean, refuse to drink water, and they basically have to, they have to be continually entertained by their food. I knew a chiropractor one time, and Austin knew him too. The guy weighed like 500 pounds. He was eating 12 to 15,000 calories a day. He had to eat like two large pizzas at Pizza Hut, which I don't recommend their food at all, for lunch every single day with like a gallon of soda. I'm not, I'm not even making this up. Ask Austin. He told me and Austin both that one day we were in there for, for chiropractic adjustment. I mean, the guy was an amazing chiropractor. He had absolutely no personal discipline, didn't care about his personal health at all. And he knew a lot. He was a doctor. But the reality is, is that we've got to realize that a lot of these doctors out there don't know what they're doing. They really don't. And then we get all these people that are in the FDA and they end up going to Moderna or Pfizer or, or basically, you know, or, or Johnson and Johnson. Look what's going on right now. It's the revolving door. All three FDA authorized COVID shot companies are now employing former FDA commissioners. Have you ever thought about that? All of these guys are involved with this. Dr. Scott Lott, Scott Gottlieb, Dr. Stephen Hahn, Dr. Mark McClellan. I mean, what the heck? Is it because of their political influences they're hired? Is it because of their knowledge? Is it because they did what they're supposed to do as far as getting things pushed when they were in the FDA? Is this a big payback? I don't know. I'm asking you guys that question. But it's pretty messed up. I saw the same thing happen. The same thing happened with aspartame and how many of these FDA commissioners approve stuff and they get hired by the very companies for which they approve drugs and different chemicals to be approved for ingestion in the United States. Guys, it shouldn't be this way. We serve the Most High God. Tell your pastor to wake up. Tell your pastor to listen to today's show. They need to hear the name of Jesus being uplifted like it should be in their church. Tell them to put the crosses back on the wall so we'll know what Christ did for us on Calvary. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely. And I saw another article, too, this is interesting, as down here in Florida is referred to so affectionately as the free state. Florida's Leon County now has been hit with a $3.5 million fine from Governor Ron DeSantis. Now, we'll see what happens with this. It obviously will be challenged significantly in court, but they fired 14 county employees who would not get injected, which DeSantis, Governor DeSantis, has basically blocked vaccine-related terminations in the private sector. The Florida Department of Health ruled that Leon County violated Florida statute prohibiting government entities from requiring proof of an injection and found the county had violated the statute 714 times for a total fine of $3.575 million. Leon County denied that it's violated the law raising questions about the statute's applicability and vowed to enforce the vaccine mandate. However, DeSantis basically has called the law very clear. People cannot be discriminated because of their vaccination status or their medical history being disclosed. So this is going to be an interesting thing to watch down here in Florida as this pans out, as even though we are an alleged free state. <laughs> there are a lot of entities, a lot of businesses, and a lot of clowns in some of these counties that are still bent on trying to enforce 
their own personal level of tyranny on the people around them as this power struggle to try to control people's lives and dictate what people can and can't do based on their medical history is starting to spread like a cancer all across the country, even in free states. So just remember that. That's why it's so important you make sure your voice is heard about your stance on this. Get a medical or a religious exemption if you have to. Make sure you're standing up for what your convictions are. Thank you again, my friends, for supporting Health Masters. If you guys need anything, as I said earlier, the product of the week will be changing over here shortly. The eyesight formula, great formula. We also have the N-acetylcysteine, which is very, very healthy for the lungs and glutathione synthesis. That's on the front page along with the vitamin C powder. On sale for 15% off as well. And we have the original prostate support formula back in. So be sure to check that out on the website. That's been out of stock for a couple months now. We had an issue trying to get the batches done as raw materials are becoming shorter and shorter at hand. Just It is what it is. We're working through it. We're making it happen. We also have more of the meat buckets coming in tomorrow. We have another batch of them coming in. However, the price has been gone up now from the original company and so the meat prices are starting to rise all across the board just in general be aware of that stay prepped do what you need to do my friends have a blessed safe awesome night and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs>